Hi guys, it's Angel, and as always, welcome back to our podcast. In the last four weeks, we've talked about the life cycle of a butterfly, a butterfly's habitat, climate change versus monarch butterflies, etc. This week, this podcast will focus on just monarch butterflies. Like I said before, now that we've discussed some background information on butterflies and how to help them in general, it's time to dive right in. We will talk specifically about monarch butterflies and start applying what we've learned into the actual project. My hope is to not only tell you about ways you can help, but actually show you through a format called pictographs. This week and next week, I will continue our podcast discussion, but after that, I hope to show you actual data I've collected with the pictograph. I enjoy making these podcasts, but I do want to change things up for the data collection. Something I want to note is when I do begin my data collection, I won't just be doing data collection for the fall. I'll also be doing it for the spring so that we can continue this project all year long and you can get to see the results from the fall and the spring and just to get to compare those and maybe form your own opinions as to why the results are the way they are. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, if you like the information in this podcast or you just want to learn more, I've linked the articles in the description box below. I hope you enjoyed this podcast on monarch butterflies. The scientific name for monarch butterflies is Danny, Dannius plexipus. Yes, you heard that right. And believe me when I say that it took me a long time to memorize how to say that. The name is Greek and it means sleepy transformation. Their scientific name is not even the most mind-blowing fact. According to an article by World Wildlife, A monarch's weight is less than half of a gram. Again, you definitely heard that right. I wish I could tell you that I'm making this up, but unfortunately, I'm not. Their wingspan length is also four inches. I think monarch butterflies are by far one of the most interesting creatures on Earth. As stated many times before, the habitat of a monarch can be found in forests, mountains, etc. All adult butterflies have two pairs of orangey-red wings. Black veins and white spots along the edges are included into their look. To tell whether the insect is male or female, all you have to do is look at their black dots. Males will have much bigger black dots than females. So the next time you see a monarch butterfly, now you know how to tell if it's a male or female. Last week was about migration and monarch butterflies, but did you know that these species can travel from 1,200 to 2,800 miles? Sometimes even more when traveling from the U.S. and Canada to central Mexican forests. That's a long way to migrate to. Once in the forest, the monarchs will hibernate in mountain forests where the climate is less extreme. This increases their chances of survival. Sadly, adult butterflies only live up to four to five weeks. A study done on the population in Mexico found a 53% decrease in the areas that are normally swarmed with monarchs. That's over half of the population. This is just another reason why we need to save our butterflies. Here are a couple of facts of the day I want to share with you. Number one, they have slow motion clapping wings. An average butterfly will flap its wings 20 times per second. Monarchs, however, will flap flap their wings 5 to 12 times a second. Number two, they are poisonous. And yes, 
for the millionth time. You've heard that right. Because monarchs eat poisonous milkweed during the larvae stage, that poison is stored in their body along with the milkweed. The poison is called cardiac glycosides. Cardiac glycosides can cause predators to vomit, but rarely, but rarely is there a case of death. Another thing to note is that the hue wings on a monarch butterfly are used as a warning sign to predators. Number three, their origin is in North America and they were also introduced in 1871 in Australia. Monarch butterflies originate from North America, which we've talked about before. Again, they were introduced in Australia in the 1870s. Number four, caterpillars eat their shed skins. If you thought that there wasn't anything more interesting about monarch butterflies, it's not over yet. Caterpillars will eat their eggshells after emerging. emerging. Then, the caterpillar shed five times as it grows and makes a meal out of it. Kind of creepy. Number five, it's the state insect of five U.S. states. Texas, Idaho, Minnesota, Illinois, and Alabama endorse this and its insect for their state. Monarchs are also the state butterfly for Vermont and West Virginia. Number six, they are fast growers. A monarch caterpillar can grow 2,700 times its original weight. Again, like I said, if there, if you thought that there wasn't anything more crazy about butterflies, there's definitely more. I hope these facts were interesting and maybe you already knew them. The third link I've linked, the third link I've attached to this fun, is a fun interactive game about all the things we've covered these past four weeks. I encourage you to play around with this simulation. If there's an issue with the game not loading, try refreshing or opening it in Adobe Flash. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to this podcast, and here's a quick recap of what we talked about. The scientific name for a monarch butterfly is Danius plexibus. The name is Greek for sleepy transformation. Common habitats for these insects are mountains and forests. Butterflies, when migrating, can travel up to 2,800 miles. An adult monarch butterfly unfortunately only lives four to five weeks. We also covered the never-ending battle of climate change versus the monarch butterfly. Finally, as always, I shared a few quick facts just to end the podcast on a good note. Have a great day, and I will see you guys next week, and I just can't wait to tell you guys more about what I learned as this project continues.